Hello everyone, welcome to This Week Esports, a podcast that brings you weekly updates from the competitive esports world. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host. Don't forget, you can also check us out at thisweekesports.com for information on the podcast, our social media handles, and all the episodes that we've released so far. Now without further ado, on to the games. Hey guys, welcome to This Week Esports. This episode spanning August 24th to August 30th. We've got a lot, so let's buckle up and get right into this. Um, League of Legends moved forward with their playoffs. Um, some absolutely incredible games, can't wait to discuss those. Dota 2 set up the playoffs for the Omega League in what was a pretty tight ending. And what we're going to start with today, Counter-Strike's ESL1 Cologne, North America, and the EU. So North America, we'll start there. Uh, we had a small team, a small tournament, I should say, four teams uh, to NESL Cologne, but it was still certainly exciting. Uh, first semifinal had a surprise group winner, Chaos, face off against Liquid. Uh, Liquid hitting their stride at the right time, though. They kept Chaos at bay in the first game take that first map 16 to 13 and then absolutely stamped chaos on their pick mirage 16 to 8 so they really controlled uh, all the eco and the momentum in that game from the outgo on the ct side so liquid on to the final there the second semifinal game was between eg evil geniuses and furia always fun to watch these two teams play certainly played a lot this year due to covid and certainly some solid rounds and some great uh, you know individual play throughout but you know from the front to the back evil geniuses was just the epitome of consistent here on both vertigo and nuke they went 16 and 10 for a pretty comfortable two to zero win so this means once again old titans face off this time in cs with a major championship on the line and what a series it was so liquid and eg they trade the first two maps on nuke and vertigo respectively first map actually went to ot so always exciting when we get a few of those in a uh, in a playoff especially in a final from there eg took uh, the lead once again uh, 16 12 on the third map while liquid turned it around and absolutely stomped eg on mirage only losing six rounds so 16 to 10 so we had certainly an interesting situation here it was two to two but uh, liquid had a very big map score in their favor always terrifying to see though if you're team liquid in a situation like that and the final map was an absolute classic on dust two we had elige doing elige things put his team on his shoulders got 29 kills but unfortunately for him no one else was able to keep up and with three positive scoring players on the eg side eg ran away with it seven consecutive maps from the t side at the very end of the game from a deficit actually of 9 to 12 so they went from 9 to 12 to 16 to 12 so they win the map the game and the major but once again absolutely stunning series crazy to think liquid actually won more rounds than eg by i think it was one or two so crazy that uh just goes to show that you have to pick which rounds you win to really make them matter but what a series once again congrats to eg esl cologne champs for the north america region
now with America out of the way, let's look at the much larger tournament in the EU bracket. So they mixed EU and the CIS to really have kind of a super tournament there. And we start at the quarterfinals. Uh, certainly a lot of big names battling for the first major since ESL rode to Rio back in spring. So let's run through the first round with some speed here. Uh, we had Heroic face Complexity. 2-0 to Heroic, they move on. G2 and OG played in our second quarterfinal, which always a shame having you know these two teams get matched up, meaning one of them will be eliminated so early. Uh, but it's what the draw dictated, so here we are. It did take three maps and then an overtime game on Dust2 to secure the eventual 19-17, 2-1 for G2 Esports, meaning OG were eliminated early. There were certainly... Um, a favorite probably or at least the at least a semi-final favorite to get there so big surprise there having them knocked out so early but you know g2 is just a fantastic team led by kenny uh, next the former powerhouses nip and australis were matched up so australis had taken a bit of a break hoping to come out of the mini hiatus looking fresh and restored unfortunately for them a little rusty just a little off the mark and nip did take it two to zero they move on so our last quarterfinal game we had vitality the other french team play the surprise entrance sprout who actually eliminated big uh, to make it here so that would have been a great series in its own right vitality versus big in a quarterfinal but sprout rightfully qualified with a great win there so they played vitality and unfortunately for them this was as far as they would go vitality going two and oh into the semifinals now, our first semifinals between Heroic and G2 gave us an absolutely stunning game, particularly the first map. Uh, before I continue, I do recommend to watch this. If there was a CS map to watch this week, this is the one. So after G2 rescued the map on round 30 to force it to OT, it went three more full rounds of overtime before a winner was declared. And uh, unfortunately for G2, Stavin absolutely carried Heroic on his back. And they took that first map 25-23. to 23. Uh, Next map, Jax returned the favor as he led G2 19-16 to force the final map. So here we are, uh, semi-final, third map, always great to see, always a big battle. Uh, from here, though, Heroic found the eco on the T side in the first half, and then they took the lead on the pistol round in the second on the way to a pretty convincing, almost a stomping 16-7 to win, and onwards to the finals they go. Now, in our second semifinal, we had Vitality and Pajamas, a.k.a. NIP. Uh, it was certainly a lot less exciting uh, with Zaiwu at plus 32 on the op, and Shocks absolutely crushing with a plus 22 KDA as well on the series. It just, it was over before it began. Nip had no chance really against this, uh, you know, informed Vitality in that specific day. Vit took it 2-0 to zero and looked to Heroic in the finals. So, finals. Uh, we got to see the unlikely heroic take on uh, Vitality, and the biggest story of the night was Stavin's play from Heroic. While Vitality seemed a little too comfortable early on, and that actually resulted in an unconvincing first map and a loss 16-7. to So, uh, 1-0 to um, 
too heroic after the first map. But brushing that aside, Vitaly looked to bounce back on their first pick, and it was Inferno. They looked great after uh, 13 to 8, after 21 rounds, and then it just all completely fell apart. Stavin led his team, rattled off eight quick rounds, and before Vitality realized it, they were down 2-0 and on match point. Uh, can't stress enough how, how Stavin led the team. The whole team played great, but he found the kills that he needed to find every time. And in that third map, the match was over before it began. Uh, they took a 9-6 to lead in the first half, and then Heroic continued to push in the second half, and they took the map 16-9. to So the match and the major. Congrats to Heroic. And what a run by them, too. Certainly a team that can beat anyone on any given day, but to string the run they did from the qualifiers into the final eight is certainly a completely different monster and feat. And they were absolutely fantastic. So congrats to their first major win of the year. So now uh, CS, I think they're going on a bit of a little hiatus once again until the ESL Pro League, which starts up, I believe it's September 22nd. So we will pick up CS then once again. However, tons more to follow uh, esports-wise. So let's go see what happened in the summer playoffs from League of Legends. And to start the league segment, we will stay in Europe. Um, and there were two lower bracket games with the ever-resilient Schalke taking on Mad Lions and Rogue awaiting the winners. There's also an upper bracket game, but we'll get to that in a second. So map one between Schalke and Mad Lions. Um, Schalke continue the streak. They go up 1-0. I believe they're <laughs> 15 consecutive maps or some silly number like that. So could it be that Schalke will continue this Cinderella story Everyone was hopeful. Unfortunately not, though. Mad Lions on uh, the back of a vengeful MVP performance from Shadow rattled off the next three maps fairly quickly, fairly convincingly, to go on to 3-1 to win and face their biggest season rivals in Rogue. Now, before we get to that Rogue match, I just want to say, Schalke, congrats to, you know, turning your season around the way you did. It was incredibly fun to watch from being, you know, 1-10 in, in last place, needing to win out just to have a shot. And win out you did, and then you even made it out of the first round. So unbelievable story there. Um, and, you know, all the best in the next split or next season. But now let's turn back to Rogue versus Mad Lions and what was billed as probably one of the bigger lower bracket games we've seen. Um, you know, they were season rivals. They finished 1-2. and two. Um, Their in-season games are absolute slugfests. But this one was a pretty one-sided affair. Uh, Rogues inspired may have gotten the MVP, but as a whole, the team was simply firing on all cylinders. They're always controlling the jungles. They were controlling the eco, the dragons, the barons, and they actually got a very quick 3-0. to uh, So Mad Lions eliminated after a kind of a heroic comeback against Shaka. So they're eliminated as well. And Rogue move on to the lower bracket final. So... Who is Rogue going to play? Well, we need to look at the upper bracket final. For that, we had Fnatic and G2, and they absolutely quarreled in the match of the week. I actually urge you to watch this one, even if you don't watch League of Legends. Um, certainly one you should watch. And if you haven't yet, maybe skip ahead for about a minute so you don't get too many spoilers. But here we go. 
Um, they traded the first two maps, fairly one-sided affairs. Fnatic took map one, G2 took the second. Game three, though, we had self-made control his jungle over Jankos and while dying uh, four times. So completely denied his rival jungles any kills and was enough for Nemesis and Reckless to take the game. Fnatic takes the lead two to one. Now, Caps on G2 hasn't been playing poorly by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, he put an MVP performance just last week, but compared to his usual almost unstoppable self, he was held in relative check by Nemesis up until this point. Certainly a lot of support from his team as well. However, game four was all his. Caps went six, one, and six, consistently hunting down the support as well as self made, meant that Caps rolled the game in G2's favor and set up a fifth and final match now the final game another insanely close affair so the way the draft fell meant that Fnatic had a better late game so g2 was on a timer and they're at a point where Fnatic really seemed like they were going to just to win the game by dragging it out but g2 found a great little anti-timing and seemed to have won it all as they start pushing into the base and all that uh, Fnatic had was Reckless and Nemesis. Reckless actually TP'd home. He had saved his teleport, got home with Nemesis alive against four of G2's players, and somehow the Nexus did not fall. And that, like, what a heroic hold by these two players. So unbelievable. They turn it around, turn this hold around into a push of their own, and by that point, G2 had absolutely nothing left. Weepo kept a wonder, killless through all this, and self-made went eight and three. So GG to Fnatic. A uh, spot at Worlds is secured and a spot in the EU final. So man, what a game. I hope we have a few more of those the rest of the way. Uh, make sure to watch this week though. G2 will play Rogue on Friday, I believe, and in the grand final. So the winner of that will face off against Fnatic on Sunday. So Tons of great, um, maybe not tons, but some certainly some epic games ahead for us here in League of Legends. And now let's jump over to NA. We only had two games. We had TSM versus Cloud9 in the lower bracket and Liquid versus FlyQuest in the upper. Now here we had a spot at Worlds on the line. So this was supposed to be an absolute doozy of a series and it certainly started out that way. Game one, total brawl. Uh, Broken Blade, though, from TSN. TSM, sorry, uh, led his team to a win. So 1 0 to TSM. And C9 countered in game two. Blabber going 7 0 to tie things up at 1 and 1. Um, it was unfortunate to see it, but in game three, Licorice was just nowhere to be seen for Cloud9 and simply couldn't keep up with Broken Blade while Bjergsen went 8-0 mid lane as TSM cruised to take a 2-0 lead. So we're on match point, fourth map, and certainly, you know, symphony for the uh, TSM fans. After coming out of an early mid game with a slight advantage, they just were simply marching on the same beat. Um, at one point, they gave up Dragon, which seemed kind of strange, you know, especially as someone watching it, but they are actually doing it on purpose. They went and they found Blabber farming, and, uh, you know, they essentially went and killed them, gave them a huge opening to seal the Baron that popped up a few minutes later, and you know that just gave them the game in the end. So three to one to TSM and a place in the lower bracket finals. Now, this means that for the first time 
C9 will not be present at Worlds. I believe it's the longest streak on record. Uh, and to put it into context, it's not like C9 had a bad year by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, they almost had a record-setting year. They started uh, 35-2 and in the beginning of the year. Uh, only lost one game in the entire spring split. They began the summer split 9-0. and So this team getting eliminated is stunning to say the least and probably the biggest story to come out of na at this point until you know the finals later this week so it just goes to show two things one you know anything can happen in the playoffs and two how balanced the region is actually becoming and how good they are you know to to not struggle but to to get knocked down into the lower bracket in the first place was a big surprise for cloud nine everyone just expected them to kind of march forward but here we are. So yeah, first time ever that Cloud9 won't be at Worlds. So sad to see that go, but certainly some of these other teams are playing really well and deserve spots as well. So let's look at the upper bracket finals. Um, we had Liquid versus FlyQuest, the loser getting to face off against TSM. So once again, um, in the upper bracket, we saw these teams also trade the first two maps. Fairly standard games, nothing to write home about which is always fun those are the, that's when you want to have those more standard games third map though really set the stage for the rest of the series power of evil had an absolutely amazing game while jensen uh, against jensen sorry at mid while santorin's control of the jungle is simply superb uh, and with this wild turtle on the bottom lane had just an unbelievable game he's always there he's always steady he's always consistent but this he was just playing absolutely out of his mind and FlyQuest took a very lopsided and comfortable win in map three to go up two to one. So on to game four, match point for FlyQuest and started off with a bang. Santorin was taking the jungle advantage and power of evil was keeping Jensen in check at mid once again. At this point, it really looked like FlyQuest were bound to take the series in four. However, Tactical turned in a man of the match or man of the map, I guess, performance from the bot lane going 11 3 and 9 for <clears throat> sorry for liquid getting his team over the line barely though but got him there so two and two and on to game five what would happen uh you know would fly quest moral be broken would liquid be buoyed by this well in this one it simply looked like liquid was spent after the heroic comeback in the game before once again Power of Evil and Santorin controlled their respective areas and uh, and opponents, while Turtle and Solo were simply dominant in the you know the lower and the upper lane respectively. So uh, in the end, Liquid only managed to get one kill in the entire game, and FlyQuest cruised to a three to two win, a spot at Worlds, and a place in the Grand Finals. A team which uh, genuinely has been consistent this entire split, always able to keep it together. Uh, and now even when the pressure was highest, they just showed us why they were ranked so high during the season, why teams actually feared playing against them. It's just they can beat anyone. So congrats to FlyQuest as they await the winner of Liquid vs. TSMs, and it will hopefully be an absolute slugfest of a series this week. Again, I believe they play on Friday with the Grand Finals on Sunday. So now with that uh, excitement aside, let's stick to the MOBAs a bit and look at Dota's Omega League in Europe. So as the groups were finally starting to finalize, we had some very important matches this week. So it was the last, uh, last week, last three rounds of matches. 
Um, in Group A, we'll start there. Both Nigma and EG were fighting for the top two places while Alliance were trying to catch up to VP in third. So what happened? Well, Nigma began by helping Alliance's cause as they defeated VP two to one. Alliance followed this up with a loss to EG though. So all but meaning they no longer controlled their own destiny. Uh, they did bounce back with a really good win against the old rivals in Na'Vi. But uh, what sealed the deal, as it were, was VP and EG played in that final match, and VP did beat EG. So they secured the third spot, while Alliance and Five Men are in fourth and fifth, respectively. Doesn't mean their tournament's over, just means that they'll have to play a wild card game against the fourth and fifth spot from the other bracket. So that would have Nigma first, EG second, and VP third. So. We'll jump over to Group B now. And the story there was OG or Secret getting the top spot. Heading in, Secret held uh, the record advantage. They were undefeated at 3-0 or 4-0 actually at this point. But if OG beat them, they would hold the tiebreaker and would have even records as OG was sitting at 3-1 at the time. Uh, the game, though, was kind of you know branded all week. Everyone was kind of hyping it up, but kind of one-sided. OG went with a completely new strategy, which... In fairness, it's kind of scary when they do that because it either, when it hits, they become um, absolutely unbeatable, which is always a huge gamble, though, as well, because it can go wrong and certainly against a team like Team Secret. Uh, so, unfortunately for them, the strat did fall flat and Secret went up two to zero to win the group. And OG were able to retain the second spot, though, thanks to their tiebreaker. Viking is actually a third place team. So despite not playing any more games, they're actually able to hold on to their last spot thanks to Liquid finding some form and winning both their matches. So going into this week, Liquid were 0-3, uh, but they won their final two games against both teams that were just below Viking to go ahead and secure the spot for Viking. So this puts Liquid and Fly to Moon in 4-5 and five in the wild card stage. And as I said just before, Secret, OG, and Viking in one two and three so everything's set we will have the wild card games though fly to moon will face off against five men while um liquid will face off against alliance uh this week the rest of the bracket is played throughout the week and the finals are over the weekend so between dota and league of legends split finals we have all the MOBA you would ever want or need coming this week. So again, it was incredibly action-packed and there'll certainly be too much for everyone to watch, even myself, but certainly catch what you can during the week. Whatever you miss, we'll have for you next week. Now, with that said, sit back, enjoy the plethora of games coming. Uh, I know StarCraft GSL just started up as well, but with such a busy weekend, I felt uh, to give it the time that it deserved didn't really slot in this week so what i'll do is i'll circle back with an episode and release that on friday we'll be able to catch up with the first three rounds of starcraft maybe look at some other things that happened especially in the dota side from the omega league so you heard that right that's two episodes this week and before i leave don't forget to follow us on twitter at esports this week and to check out our website thisweekesports.com for all the other other relevant information we have out there so have a great week stay safe and as always happy gaming